What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Renew Show. Coming to you on a Tuesday here, November 6th. And I share the date because our 50 Days of Fitness Challenge is kicking off on November 11th. You guys have about three more days to register if you are interested in getting down with that. Our 50 Days of Fitness Challenge is basically just us owning the last 50 days of 2018, making sure we eat properly around the holidays and festivities. We plan it out. We really make sure it's important to us. We stay active. Uh, we stay engaged with the like-minded, awesome, kick-ass group of people inside a community. And you know, in all reality, you guys, if I share this, it helps me by being in the group with you guys and interacting with video daily inside our private Facebook group, going through the workouts with you guys, sharing my stories of, of the things that we're going to eat and what we're going to do and how we prep and basically laying out the last 50 days of the year so we don't let all our hard work you know, throughout the year kind of go to shit uh, in the span or at least get back into bad habits and you know, not rolling into 2019 sluggish and dragging ass, but actually rolling into 2019, you know, feeling good, looking good and and having positive momentum as we kind of, you know, reach for our new uh, health and fitness goals, I guess, as the new year kind of clicks and begins if you're into the New Year's resolution stuff. So if you guys are interested in that, shoot me a DM, hit me up quickly. It's on my Instagram right now. The link is in the bio. Uh, It's a fun, awesome thing. And uh, being honest, uh, if I didn't do this, you guys, I typically would be my biggest around this time of the year. Uh, now, since we've been doing this the last couple of years, I tend to be, you know, on the leaner side, almost like, you know, basically photo shoot, uh, ready to go, uh, like around Christmas time, which is pretty amazing because I remember, you know, probably maybe five, six years back, uh, during, uh, like a pro lab event, they, they message us, say, Hey, we're going to do a, a photo shoot in Los Angeles. Can you guys be here in three days? And remember I got on the scale and it was like 237 pounds. I was like, Holy shit, dude. And now I didn't look like, you know, a complete bag of trash, but I can promise you me at 237 does not look like me at 207, you know, ripped up like Rambo. So there is a difference there. And so I tend to feel better, uh, somewhere in the middle there. Definitely, uh, 237 is on the heavy side for me. And that basically just comes from, eating way too many Christmas cookies and cakes and uh, stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, and all the real stuff. And I'll get into that too, and there's a time and place for that. But uh, that is going on. So if you're interested, hit me up. But today's podcast is basically on dieting through the holidays or eating through the holidays. When I say diet, you guys are dieting. I basically just mean the diet for your lifestyle. That's it. I'm not a huge, like, I don't believe in diets, and that's not what we're talking about. Just overall diet is, is how you eat every single day. That is your, you know, dietary plan, if you will. So the stat, uh, oftentimes, and we throw this out too, uh, for people just to give them, you know, spark their brain a little bit, not to, uh, you know, plan fears, but people will throw out stories of gaining, you know, seven to 10 pounds over the holidays. Uh, a lot of the surveys out there will say people will gain five pounds over the holidays. Uh, and obviously there's people who do more and do less. I think the average is probably closer to one, two, maybe three pounds over that same time span. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, two to three pounds per year in such a short window will creep up on people. Um, it certainly you know, did for me back in the day. And again, it's not as frightening because we see it, oh, it's only two or three pounds and not 10 pounds. But if it's three pounds a year over 10 years, now it's 30 pounds of shit we're carrying around and all of a sudden it showed up and we don't really realize how it showed up. So like when, when things happen to us, you guys drastically or quickly, we're more apt to like see the trend and see what did it and fix it. When the things creep up on us, that's what gets us. So it's like people are like, well, I'm eating really good, but I'm drinking more wine than I've ever drank before. But I know it's not the wine, even though I'm 17 pounds heavier than I've ever been. I'm like, well, fuck, dude, it's probably the wine. So just to show like that's why we've created this 50 Days of Fitness. And that's why we do a podcast on like eating through the holidays. So we get things done correctly and properly because I don't want you guys to, you know, 
basically work your ass off and work your face off and have it kind of go to shit. And again, at all the time, you know, I say this, it's not what you eat just between Thanksgiving and Christmas that makes the biggest difference. It's what you eat between Christmas and Thanksgiving, because obviously there's 320 days, you know, throughout the rest of the year that really determines our weight gain and our weight loss and how fit we are. But if you do add on three to four or five pounds of shit in a small time frame, why? I guess, you know, healthy, you know, nothing, you know, I guess they say tastes as good as healthy feels except like cookies and cupcakes and all that melted butter and those kind of things. But I don't want you guys to throw away the hard work. So here's how we're going to kind of lay it out for you. Uh, I guess the, the biggest thing I'd say is during the holidays, most people tend to eat more and move less. It's just part of the game, whether it's with family and traveling and doing different things. And this is just me and my two cents. You know, family and friends and relationships are everything. I believe that. But I'm also not a huge believer in sitting in a fucking room with people for 15 hours a day, drinking booze, eating shit, and sitting on my ass and not doing anything. That to me is prison. That to me is miserable. That's why when we go places, typically for the holidays, we spend them here because my wife is from Washington State. I'm from Minnesota. So we're you kind of stuck in between. And uh, we're in the stage where everybody kind of has their own family and you know they go to one family one year and they, they swap around. So I'm lucky to be here. But even when we're there... We always like rent a vehicle so we have access to transportation. We always find a gym and places to go so we can work out and move because I hate feeling you know gross and bloated and lethargic. So what I'm saying to you guys is I don't know your family dynamic and situation or what they require of you. If you have to get your ass up super early or maybe go late, then do that. But I don't see the problem in, in bouncing from your family shit for an hour a day to do something for yourself that's going to put you in a better mood and make you feel better and not make you a miserable, you know, pissed off human being because that's what I would be without movement and activity. And also, I don't like to feel, you know, bloated and disgusting and gassy and, and go to the bathroom in odd hours and weird different times. I just, I just hate feeling like a I just hate feeling like that. It's just not my thing. So the number one thing for you guys, is just get moving. You have to, you know, sustain your normal activity or at least get some movement every single day whether it's 20 minutes 30 minutes or an hour if it's just walking on the treadmill going through mobility flows bodyweight squats lunges push-ups if you can't get out of the house you have to set a time and some boundaries to get that activity in i just think it's a huge thing the other thing i would say is you guys should map out your days and we have all of our clients and people do this map out the days that you know you're going to indulge and you know you're going to have some fun with friends and family. So whether that be Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, whether it's New Year's, whether it's a holiday party, whether it's a Friendsgiving, whether it's a certain uh, event you have to go to for work, map those days out uh, and have them listed. On the other days, make sure you're staying within your macro ranges. Uh, obviously, you know, filling your body with quality proteins and veggies and the things that match your macro goals and what you want to do. And it also lets you guys, depending if you're an all or nothing person. Now, I have a problem with this. I'm not a, a cheat a little bit person every single day because I can't just have one fucking cookie. I'll eat 45 of them. That's just how I roll. That's how you get to be 220 pounds like me, by the way, <laughs> for all my skinny guys out there. But if you're a person who can, you know, have one small serving of something each day, you know, savor it, enjoy the texture, the aroma, make it really worth it, something you enjoy. Uh, if that's what kind of gets you through each day, then do that. Um, and obviously, you guys still have to be eating, you know, vegetables every single day. Um, if fruits fit into your thing, that's cool. But if you're going to eat a bunch of cookies, I would probably dump the fruit. And I'm not saying fruit's the enemy, but if you're eating 150 grams of sugar and cookies, you probably don't need an apple and a banana on top of it. That's just my two cents. Uh, but I do think you do have to be eating vegetables. You have to be getting your fiber in, whether that be chia seeds. Uh, or if you guys can't eat the veggies, like I say, athletic greens, I think is awesome every day, especially if you're traveling, you guys. 
Take the stuff you normally take every single day and stay as close to your routine as possible. So if you typically take omegas, if you typically take a probiotic, if you take athletic greens every day, or if you eat, you know, three to four servings of veggies every day, and you know when you travel, you won't, having like a powder green is going to go a long way. You can message me if you guys want to try a 20 free travel pack, I'll shoot it to you. Um, you can make the call for yourself, but I do always travel with the greens for sure. And I also always travel with chia seeds just because for the fiber itself. I hate feeling constipated and gross. I like to take a normal shit just like you guys do. So chia seeds are one of my go-tos. Uh, I always say if you guys are going to go to you know family events, put yourself in a position to be successful. So never go to the event or be there super hungry. Don't starve yourself to the point of where you know you're going to go fucking crazy. If nothing else, be super hydrated uh, every single day. Water is great. Uh, the low calorie, if it's vitamin water, zero. The power rate zeros are cool. Um, I'm a huge fan of coffee. Uh, typically staves off my hunger a lot, so I'll do that. I'm not saying, you know, don't go in these fasting windows, but know yourself. Like, I can fast for 20 hours and still eat relatively normal. Or I can fast for a fucking day and still eat relatively normal if I have to. Some people can't. They get hangry, and they hit that point of no return where it's like, man, I'm starving, and I'm going to eat everything in sight, and I don't give a shit. And also, do it like a little kid would do it. Like how if your parents out there and you have your kids basically eat their proteins and greens before they eat the shit that they love, do that for sure. So fill your body with the real stuff. That's even like how, you know, we eat pizza now. So let's say around the holidays, we're lazy, we don't want to cook, and we have friends and family in town, we'll stop at a legit pizza place. But what I tend to do is we'll get a salad as well with it and a bunch of greens in there. So like I'll order this monster salad, I'll eat that, and then I'll eat the pizza afterwards. And even if it saves me from eating, you know, two or three extra pieces of pizza, or it saves me from even eating two extra pieces. Like it's worth it to me to get the greens in. So I'm not overeating on all the shit that I typically would do. Uh, and again, with you guys, when we're talking about this stuff, you know, you can say no to food. Um, you don't have to eat every single thing that, that is there for you guys. You know, you can try a little bit here and there, but focus on making it really worth it. Make the calories really count. So if you're going to eat some shit, like if your thing is pumpkin pie, then do that. But if you don't really love like apple pie, then don't waste it on the things that you don't really enjoy. That's why I say, you know, make the cheats worth it. I always talk about when I was a younger kid um, and I was broke as fuck and I had no money. And I do like one, you know, quote unquote cheat meal a week when I was in my you know, early stages of fitness. And I would pull up to like Taco Bell. And like I say, sometimes Taco Bell could be like amazing, but sometimes Taco Bell could be like a bag of shit, depending on what time of day it was, who made it, how long the tacos have been sitting there. And so I'd be pissed off that I wasted, you know, this amazing experience, culinary experience of food on shitty Taco Bell and not the good Taco Bell. Now, obviously, hopefully you guys are eating, you know, much higher quality things and amazing stuff, but I'm always reminded of that. And the other thing I'll say is you guys focus on, you know, maybe socializing too with, with friends and family and not just the food part of it. Uh, I know that's tough to do and the holidays are, are time for us to enjoy ourselves, but just know there's other things that come with that in there. And so sometimes we get lost in conversation, we have fun and uh, the food becomes not, you know, primary. Sometimes it can become secondary, especially if you've had multiple days of, of cheating and eating shit in a row. And I'll say this too, when you're going to go with like a, you know, a cheat day or a day where you kind of eat, you know, certain things you like that typically aren't in your diet routine. It's just one day. Thanksgiving is one day, you guys. But what people do is this. They travel. So like on the Wednesday, maybe they travel. Uh, hopefully they worked out that day, but if they didn't, 
they're going to eat stuff probably not in their normal routine, maybe have a couple of drinks with their friends and family on the Wednesday night before, maybe eat something, whatever they're, you know, if they have a tradition or this kind of eat whatever's around. Then Thursday, they wake up, they don't move, or they do like a bullshit turkey trot hungover, but hey, it's better than nothing. And then they eat like shit all day Thursday. I mean, literally eating probably three, four, five thousand calories a day, maybe even more on Thanksgiving. I know a lot of people in a single meal can crush 3,000 calories and it's not even close. I, I certainly can. Uh, I easily could do on Thanksgiving probably seven or 8,000 calories and not even blink. That's just, uh, I'm a natural overeater, you guys. And so I could easily be 300 pounds if I didn't have uh, this mindset and inversion in, in a version of self-control. But they'll eat all day Thursday. Then Friday, They'll be, you know, the leftovers are there. They feel lethargic and gross. Maybe they'll move around. Maybe they won't, but they'll eat the leftovers. And then whether they're hanging out again with the family on Saturday, you know, still drinking booze, maybe not moving around as much. Then Sunday comes, it's a day of travel. They'll eat whatever's at the house, eat whatever's at the airport, maybe have some drinks there. And then, oh, I'll start quote unquote on Monday. So now your one day holiday of Thanksgiving turned into Wednesday night eating shit, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe you get back into your routine on Monday with a half-ass effort workout because you still feel bloated and gross from all the shit the last five days. So what I'm saying is don't turn one day of Thanksgiving into five days of eating shit. Same thing goes for Christmas Eve and Christmas and those days. Don't turn Christmas Eve all the way into January 1st, you know, five or six days of eating complete trash and shit and drinking booze beyond all recognition. Try to keep somewhat semblance of a normal routine while enjoying the cheats in between there. And understanding you guys, whatever your food triggers are um, and the, the emotional eatings, I know like the holidays can evoke, you know, positive emotions um, and, you know, negative emotions and certain things remind us of being a kid. Just that, you know, the music and the smells, they're powerful. They bring us back and they get us back into our, you know, sometimes the old habits that, uh, you know, used to drag us down. So if you think about emotions and you have around the holidays, whether it be good or bad, it needs to be easy to, to kind of separate those feelings from the food that you guys associate those with. Uh, and again, like I said, make sure you're choosing foods that you truly love. If you love grandma's cookies, crush them like crazy. You know, that's the one thing I probably miss about going back to Midwest. My grandma would always make a, a ton of cookies and they're amazing. My wife's grandma does the same thing. Um, but we know if we have them in the house, we're going to destroy them and crush them. So what we have to do is, is you know, make a pact together. Like we're going to commit to ourselves like, hey, here's, the, here's what we're going to do. We're each going to eat these cookies and these cookies and that's going to be it. And then we're going to throw them in the trash. And typically at our house, we put them in the trash. We have to like spray them with fucking Windex or something. Otherwise, we'll be those kind of garbage, you know, dumpster divers riding in there to grab cookies, you know, inside the trash can. At least if you're on the top, that's uh, that's kind of things that, that we do. So again, what I'm saying is don't waste things on... on you know, calories you guys don't care about. It's just, uh, it's not worth it. The other thing I'll say is for you guys, you have to get sleep. Um, when you're tired, you tend to overeat. Almost all of us do. Your hormones are kind of going crazy. Um, and again, partly because you're, you're, you're awake longer and you have more time to do so. So, and the hormone that's telling your body to eat is, you know, overproduced when you guys are tired. So when the hormones tell you to stop eating, it's, it's obviously going to be underproduced when you are tired. So, you have more stress when you're tired and because you produce more cortisol, which also can trigger more eating. So the best way to maintain, you know, your health and, and the weight during the holidays is stick to like somewhat of a normal sleep schedule. Or if you can get a little bit more sleep uh, during the holidays than you do throughout the normal times of the year, I think that can be highly beneficial to you guys. The other thing I would suggest for a lot of you is eating closer 
to your usual times to keep your blood sugar, you know, kind of steady. So if your normal meal is, you know, kind of served later, if you guys have to have a snack in between, that's cool. But I, you know, me personally, I eat two meals per day. So during the holidays, I do the same thing. Sometimes for me, because I'm from the fasting world, you guys, and I know if it's Thanksgiving, I'm probably just going to eat once per day that day. Um, and I'm probably gonna do the same thing on you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas uh, and New Year's if we choose to do that. But I try to keep it close to normal routine. So for me, I, I'm a one or two day person per meals. So if I eat that first meal, sometimes even it helps me. So if I eat a meal prior, let's say like on Christmas Eve, for example, I eat like I'll work out, I'll eat my first meal of the day, uh, typically something small, proteins, fats, whatever. And then if I want to enjoy something later in the evening, I will, but I've worked out uh, hopefully to create some kind of calorie deficit in order to do that. So what I'm saying, when you guys think about this, be active every single day. I think that post-workout window is great. So if you can wake up on all the holidays and the days you guys are going to eat shit, don't eat anything before. Just wake up fasted, go crush the day. And then obviously you can kind of backload those calories and carbohydrates if you guys are used to it. If you have a normal routine that works for you now, then please do that. That's just what tends to work for me. And again, like I said, don't skip a bunch of meals, you know, in order just to feast because I think it's, it's harder for you guys to control uh, your blood sugar in that regard. And obviously, if you're hungry, you you're tend to, you know, overeat again uh, in that matter. So again, try to keep the plan as similar as possible. And what I typically do is this. If, if I'm going to commit to Thanksgiving, on Wednesday, I'm going to work my face off, like on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat right, probably lower carbohydrates and lower fats and, and maybe a little bit less calories than I typically do. I'm going to wake up on Thursday. I'm going to come into work here, crush it with our people, drink coffee, be super fucking hydrated the entire time. I'm going to crush a disgusting workout, which I'll share on Instagram for you guys. We typically go through like this dumbbell thousand rep countdown, which destroys me, takes uh, probably just under an hour, uh, but literally melting away. For me, uh, you know, I'm a heavier guy, probably you're talking over a thousand calories easily that we burn. Um, and then obviously the afterburn is huge. But what I'm saying is I'm going to eat my normal meal on that Thursday. I'm going to pig out on Thanksgiving because I always do. I love Thanksgiving food. But then Friday, I'm going to wake up. I'll personally fast as long as I can, be super hydrated, be active as well. Typically for me, some higher aerobic stuff, depending on how sore my body is from the thousand rep workout we went through. And then back to my normal routine, eating a healthy meal, maybe one or two meals on Friday. And then I'm back to the same schedule until I have some other holiday stuff going on. So that is what works best for me. So when you guys are you know, eating stuff and enjoying stuff, be active Stay super hydrated, and the minute that the cheating stuff is over, get back to your normal routine. Again, even in holidays, if you guys are looking not to overeat and go crazy and you want to kind of own the days, you know, having small plates of food I think is best. Uh, again, starting with vegetables to take the edge off your appetite is cool. Eating slowly because it takes your brain probably about 20 minutes to really understand that you are fucking full. I mean, that makes a huge difference. So slow down. Don't just like inhale the food in two seconds, which I know I'm guilty of uh, myself. Be super hydrated with water, you guys. And again, if you're a coffee person, I do think that helps with hunger. Then if you can, I'm not saying avoid alcohol, but just try to limit it. If you do have alcoholic drinks with your food, obviously alcohol can lower, you know, the blood sugar interacts with, you know, certain things. And I think once our inhibitions are lowered and we're buzzing, we tend to eat more shit and, and drink more shit than usual. So again, the biggest things you guys just have a plan. So however you want to jump into it and dive into it. And then again, that's why our 50 days of fitness, that's kind of how we roll and why we create it and what we do in terms of getting people on track and kind of sticking to the program. Uh, and again, there's no you know right or wrong way to go about this. I just know this is what works best for me. So mapping out. So if you went today and you, you put out your calendar and said, okay, these are the days I'm going to eat shit. 
And I know I'm going to enjoy grandma's cookies and I'm going to do Friendsgiving here and I'm going to see my, you know, my 10 homies. We're going to go out for drinks and here's the days. What I would urge you to do is in those 50 days, make it no more than five days total. You're going to kind of really indulge and do something outside the norm. So meaning if that's Thanksgiving, if that's Christmas Eve, if that's Christmas, if that's New Year's and maybe one other friend event, that would be your five days there alone. If that's what you guys are into. Now, if you have different days, if it's Hanukkah or different holiday stuff, then that's cool too. But just having a plan, I think is ideal for you guys and understanding it's just one meal or it's just one day or however you guys are choosing to do it. And then again, still being active, keeping the body hydrated. And what I would say is, if it's food and drinks, make the best choices possible. I tend to tell people if you're going to drink your shit, then drink it. If you're going to eat it, then eat it. But try not to mix the two together too often just because I know the world can kind of go crazy if we're drinking and eating together and the things do tend to add up. So again, over the holidays, make sure you guys have a plan. Make sure you have access to a gym or if it's bodyweight stuff at you know friends or families are in a hotel, make sure you have that kind of mapped out for you. Travel with it via video. If you have written programs, just, just be with it. If you have an accountability partner, maybe a brother, a sister, um, a husband, a wife, somebody else who's on the program with you, um, that tends to make it a lot easier. I know my wife is super supportive in that and she's amazing. Uh, she tends to eat even better than me over the holidays, which is really fucking impressive. And so for her and I, Right now at our house, there is nothing that tastes amazing. Um, <laughs> I always say that and it sounds depressing. But like we just have you know the basic stuff because we know with friends and family coming into town and what we have to do holiday obligation-wise with our community here, we really want to make it worth it. And so if we want to enjoy some food and drinks with them, that's what we're going to choose to do. So we tend to, quote unquote, you know, suffer in silence uh, at our own home and just really stick to the script because we do work hard to be healthy and feel good. And that's the biggest thing, you guys. Above all else, you know, not just wanting to not gain the weight, you know, because we want for the vanity goal of it. We don't want to feel like shit and look like shit. I know over the holidays, people tend to get, you know, maybe run down. They're busier. They're not sleeping as much. So their emotions go crazy. They tend to, you know, get sick more often. So they feed their body more sugar, which is kind of a breeding ground for sickness. And that's why I say, you know, feed yourself vegetables first, travel with athletic greens, with chia seeds, with your normal, you know, omegas, the things that you're typically doing. Try to keep your lifestyle as similar as possible, I think is the key. And then again, keeping it 100 with you guys. On Thanksgiving, I've pigged the fuck out, man. I go crazy. I eat probably at least 5,000 calories. Now, I've gotten better over the years, but you almost notice like when food tastes really good and it triggers something in you and you just love it, you're going to eat it even if you're already stuffed and full and you know you shouldn't and you're bloated. So what I mean is, um, and I can't do, you know, I can't do multiple feedings either anymore, which is nice. I mean, I don't mean because I'm getting old or, or what's going on, but I used to be able to eat, you know, Thanksgiving shit for hours. Now I'm basically like, I'm good for about a 60 minute window and then I'm done because I just, I can't force feed anymore. But with that said, you ever notice if you have like asparagus at your house and Brussels sprouts, you never really overeat in them. So I mean, if your stomach is full and you feel, you know, satiated and satisfied, you're not going to keep shoving Brussels sprouts in your mouth. But on Thanksgiving, for some reason, you can already feel like you're pregnant and sick as shit and you'll keep crushing pumpkin pie with whipped cream on it because you love it so much. Or maybe that's just me. Um, but I've noticed that or, or even on Christmas, maybe like you've already had your dinner and you're full, but you keep chowing down on grandma's cookies because they're just so amazing. It's like crack. It's like this, you know, super high addicting thing to you. So just be mindful of that stuff. You guys enjoy it when you enjoy it. For me personally, this year is probably going to be obviously Thanksgiving. I'm going to crush it that day. We'll probably go to dinner on Christmas Eve. I'll probably enjoy, you know, Christmas day, probably one meal each day for that. If we go out on New Year's, I rarely ever make it to midnight. Um, and typically I'm not a huge boozer just because my own personal beliefs and, uh, 
my own, you know, OCD, uh, obsessive compulsive personality can't really handle it. So I might do something on New Year's if we go to dinner for that. And if we have a Friendsgiving event, then that would be it. And I try to really limit it to those days. And by doing that and, and staying active, I tend to be more mindful of my food. And I end up rolling into the new year being, you know, like the leanest version of myself, which is, is, is much better than it used to be years ago when I would be, you know, 10, 15, you know, 20 pounds heavier over that team same you know time span so hopefully that helps you guys you know stay on track over the holiday season if you need a little bit added accountability and want to get into a group where we share a ton of super dope workouts that will challenge you you can do anywhere and then talk about eating and all these things in detail and what we do and how we hack it our 50 days of fitness challenge is open for you know probably the next three days for you guys to register any questions just ask otherwise go to my instagram profile swipe in the bio and you can get down with us to kick ass for the rest of 2018 so If you guys are on iTunes right now, stop, drop us a five star, leave a comment. I would truly appreciate it. And if you think this holiday, you know, dieting, eating schedule plan or kind of podcast can help somebody else, please share with a friend, family member, because I I do think a lot of people suffer over the holidays and they're not sure how to go about it. And oftentimes it's just a little things like having a plan, staying hydrated, still eating vegetables, still being active, and really just understanding that. It's a couple days and like like a Thanksgiving doesn't turn into five days and that Christmas even Christmas doesn't turn into six days of eating shit because you'd be much better off you guys, you know, crushing it for five days than, you know, eating like complete shit and crushing it for 13 days because those eight days make a huge difference. And if you do that consistently over the course of five to 10 years. That ultimately is going to shape your physique and how you move and feel and live your life. So it's just about us, you know, keeping the positive habits rolling while understanding that, you know, you can indulge and you can enjoy yourself, but it's the overall lifestyle, you guys, and habits. And I know how easy it is to get back in the habit of, you know, drinking wine every day or eating cookies every day or having, you know, pizza three times a week. I, I know how easily it can roll the wrong way. And on the same note, I know how easily it can roll the right way once you get your habits solidified. So don't let yourself, you know, slide back into old shitty habits and routines and things that you promised yourself you wouldn't do. This is a way you can test, you know, if your new lifestyle works for you and if you can really own it around friends and family who might not be familiar with you, the way you guys eat and drink. And again, it's okay to be the anomaly. It's okay to be the person who people, you know, kind of look at and and think is weird because if they're not putting in the same work as you guys, if they're not riding the assault bike, if they're not rowing and skiing and lunging and benching and squatting and doing all the stuff you are and waking up at 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. and training or training after work or training on the weekends or going on three-mile runs or hiking for five hours – why the fuck would we eat like them and live like them, you know, when we're around them for 5, 10, 15 days in a row? It just doesn't make any sense. Your goals matter, you know, regardless of if it's Thanksgiving or the other days. Now, there's a time and place to enjoy stuff, but just make sure you plan for it. Make sure it's really stuff you want and make sure it's completely worth it and you'll be 10 times better off for it. So anything else you guys want to hear in the podcast, shoot me a DM, hit me up with a message. Uh, we have a ton of stuff coming out this week. And again, I think we have Tommy Baker on the podcast on Friday. He'll be dropping a ton of shit on our 21 question series. But until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.